Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 79 of Curry in the Pot. I'm back again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back in the studio with another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's mailback episode with my OG, my pops, my good man, my dad, Mr. Mike Curry. Hope you guys enjoyed him. I got a lot of compliments about him. A lot of people said he was hilarious. This is what I deal with on a daily basis, guys. That guy, that guy's funny, man. Uh, we had a good time, so I want to thank my dad for coming on. And, of course, the previous week, I had DC United's own Chris Adoya Chim. We talked about his battle with Stage 2 Hawkins Lymphoma. And he also stuck around to talk a little bit of NBA and NFL. And now today, I got a lot to talk about. I got a lot to get off my chest. We got the freaking Lakers to talk about. The Lakers stink! We got some NFL trades happening. We got a trade that almost happened. Antonio Brown almost getting shipped over to the Buffalo Bills. We got Case Keenum. Getting traded to the Washington Redskins. We got Michael Bennett just got traded over to the New England Patriots. The Browns and the Giants just worked out a trade earlier. The Giants were able to get Kevin Zeitler. And the Browns were able to get Olivier Vernon. A pretty good move for both teams. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But let's talk about what everybody's been waiting for me to talk about. It's the freaking Los Angeles Lakers. Guys, I've been I've been holding this in for a while now and oh my goodness. I've been trying to keep very calm. But a lot of the build up it all started with me. It all started when the Lakers lost to the Hawks. You know, it started with that comeback All-Star break, beat the Rockets. They lose to the Pelicans, who they shouldn't have lost to. They lose to the Memphis Grizzlies. And then, they lose to the Bucks, which which I'm not upset at. But they, they had a chance to win that game. So, I'm still a little upset. They lose to the lowly Phoenix Suns. The worst team in basketball. The Phoenix Suns. That's right. They lost to the worst team in basketball. And don't get me wrong, I like the Suns. They got a, they got a couple of nice young players. I love Devin Booker. I love Kelly Oubre. I love Kelly Oubre. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, he has a promising future ahead of him. Don't get me wrong, but these are teams that you should not lose to. The Grizzlies, the Suns, and the Hawks, like I said. And they should have beaten the Pelicans. They had a chance to beat the Bucks, which was a good measuring stick. And hold on, hold on. They lost to the Nuggets the other night, but let me first congratulate LeBron James on passing Michael Jordan on the all-time scoring list before before I ran too much because it's not about to get pretty for him, Luke Walton, or anybody else in the Lakers, Rajon Rondo, all of them. I got some things to say. So, first off, I think y'all know where I'm going with this. I'm upset because, not, not just because of the record, not, not just because of the record, I'm upset because I did not ask for this. I did not ask for this. You ever, you guys ever receive something in life that you just did not ask for? I didn't ask for all of this. 
this LeBron James madness, this circus. And I know he's not 100%. You can look at tail, but it's just a circus that is around LeBron James. He rubbed players the wrong way. Let me just start. Let me just start. So, my first big issue is how Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka failed to, if you're going to get LeBron, at least put the right talent around them. You got Rondo, you got Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, but where the shooter's at? And then you trade Ivica Zubac, a young promising big man who's 21 years of age, and you trade him for Mike Muscala, who's supposed to be a shooter, but he can't even shoot. He can't even make threes. KCP, he wasn't making threes last year. What y'all bring him back for? Because he's with Clutch Sports? That's what y'all doing? And it's not like... I mean, they're, they're a horrible shooting team, but, I mean, they got guys that can shoot, but not shooters, but you need shooters when you're playing around LeBron James, and, you know, another thing is injuries, the injury bug has definitely affected the Lakers, LeBron missed 18 games, Lonzo Ball has missed 18 games, and I'm, I'm torn because on Christmas Day, let me, got, let me take you guys back to a more simpler time in life. On Christmas Day, the Lakers were the fourth seed in the Western Conference. And the team was pretty much healthy. I think Rondo had just came back. And Rondo has missed a lot of time. Rondo has missed 30-plus games. Brandon Ingram has just missed some games. Uh, Kyle Kuzma's out for a week now. It's definitely been stressful. But a more simpler time is on Christmas Day where the Lakers were healthy. They were rolling. And they were the fourth seed in the West. Now they're, I believe, the 11th seed out West. And LeBron James is going to be playing on a minute restriction. And he may not play on back-to-backs and stuff like that. But it's just a lot because I didn't ask for this. And I really do think the Lakers miss Lonzo Ball. I know I'm a little all over the place. Let me talk about the Anthony Davis thing. And here's why I have a problem with LeBron and Rich Paul and Magic. My problem is that they were so candid about Anthony Davis. They were so candid as if it was an absolute certainty that they were going to get Anthony Davis. When the Pelicans were just playing hardball and they were just playing out of spite. I know I'm talking about an old topic, but it's a it's a timeline. I just talked about simpler time on Christmas Day. Now I'm talking about the trade deadline. I talked about them assembling talent. Now let's talk about this. So... Magic Johnson and LeBron were talking about, oh, they would love Anthony Davis, but you got these young players who just who just been looked upon as young pawns and just trade chips. And, you know, Magic and LeBron should have came out and, you know, said, you know, we love who we have right now. Even if you're lying, even if you're lying, you know, we love who we have right now. These young, talented players, you know, I'm with this team. I'm with the core. If we get Anthony Davis, that's great, but I'm focused on this young team right now. Of course we would love to have Anthony Davis, but I'm focused on this young team, this young core, this young nucleus. And obviously, ever since the trade rumors and the trade that did not go through, it's taking a toll on these young players. We saw the Pacers blow. I didn't even talk about that. We talk, We saw the Pacers blow out, the collapse. They beat Boston, but then they started losing again, got blown out by Philly just losing a necessary game so i think that's a big part of the problem injuries i would say second and then third you know the circus that exists i didn't ask for this they could have kept brooke lopez brooke lopez wanted to stay julius randall i would have loved for julius randall to stay here on this team 
I just had fun watching last year's team. I had fun. Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Isaiah Thomas, Julius Randle, as I just mentioned, Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson. I loved that team. I had a lot of fun watching that team. I did. And for the people that are saying, oh, the Lakers were trash last year. Yeah, we were trash, but we're just as trash this year. So let me read you something through 64 games last year and this year. So the the season that I just said I enjoyed, through 64 games, the Lakers were 29 and 35. And this year through 64, they're 30 and 34. The difference is one game. And they dealt with a lot of injuries last year, and they're dealing with injuries again this year. So I'm just torn. And I'm really torn because of the losses, just the bad losses. I can, I can take not making the playoff, but when you lose to the Phoenix Suns, the Atlanta Hawks, and yes, they have nice up-and-coming players, but these teams are horrible record-wise, especially the Suns. The Grizzlies, a team you should have no excuse losing to. They just traded their best player, Marcus All. Yes, they still have Mike Conley, but it's a, clearly a rebuilding team. It's not the grit and grind days, the Zach Randolph days. That, that would be okay, but... I'm just torn. And people to be hating on Lonzo Ball, let me tell you this, man. <laughs> the guy does so many things you won't see in the box. So you guys can call me a stand all you want. But I got the numbers to prove that I'm being a stand, okay? The Lakers' defensive efficiency through the first 45 games was sixth in the league. The, the defense efficiency now, last 19 games, is 29th in the NBA. 29th. And also, another problem is the Lakers have the third worst record since January 19th. Since the day after my birthday, they have the third worst record in the league. You know who has a worse record? The Knicks, the Suns, and the Grizzlies have a better record than the Lakers since January 19th. That don't make no sense. It's just... This whole mess that LeBron has created. And Magic Johnson, I got some words for you too, man. You have till this summer to fix this. You have to make this right. And it's crazy the Lakers have a better chance of getting the number one pick than they do in making the playoffs. But Magic Johnson, you have to get this right. You traded Zubats. You let Brooke Lopez go out the door when he wanted to stay. Um, Could have kept Julius Randle probably. Traded D'Angelo Russell. He bad-mouthed him, threw shade at him. And it's funny about D'Angelo Russell. The same people that are that are praising him were calling him a bust when he was on the Lakers. They're not keeping the same energy. The same energy I got. Because I, I got love for some D'Angelo Russell. I love what he's doing. I'm very happy for him. Should be most improved. I think uh, only players are giving him a run for his money is probably Buddy Hield and Siakam. And Zach Levine's been balling too. But I don't think he'll win it because the Bulls have been awful. But I'm just disgusted, guys. I ju- I'm just very disgusted. And it looks like the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs. And it, it sucks. So let's just hope for the best. Tanks, Tank for Zion starts now. Uh, we got the Celtics tomorrow. Ooh, been playing really good after, you know, losing a couple games. They just beat the Warriors and they just beat the Kings. But the season's over, guys. It's it's over. 
it is over. So let me, it's over, man. And another thing that really, it really pains me to see is when Le, when the Lakers had LeBron, Kuzma, Alonzo Ball, and Brandon Ingram, they only played in a period of 23 games. And they were 15 and 8 in those games. Which is really good. Because, you know, if you double that, they, they would be 30 and 16, which is good. That would be good. And they had a net rating of 5.3. And a defensive rating was really good. It's just very painful, man. Shout out to Brandon Ingram, though, who's been balling lately. Cools get well. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. So I'm going to switch gears to the NFL. So last night, it had appeared that Antonio Brown was on his way to being shipped out of town, getting his trade request granted. But he was going to be traded to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, That trade had since died down. I think it was reports that he had something to do with it. He didn't want to get traded there. I mean, who who want to play for the Bills? But it looks like, you know, they're running out of time. And they're running out of options to make a deal work. And the asking price is probably going to be lower. I know he's happy. As soon as the news had broke, he had commented on an Instagram post, NFL, NFL's uh, Instagram post, and said it was fake news. So he knew it was up. Or it was either he was in denial or he knew it was up. And it appeared to, be, it appeared to me that he knew it was up. So we will not see Antonio Brown on the god-awful Bills. That would have been a disaster. He was complaining about Ben Roethlisberger. He had to play with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen has some potential. But he ain't he ain't there yet. He ain't there yet. And the Bills are a mess. So the market is still open. I think, me, I think he might end up on the Raiders simply because the Raiders have three first-round picks. I know they've been trying to get him. I could see that. I don't know. People been talking about the Redskins. You know how Redskins fans. They, they're ignorant. I, I, I don't like the Redskins anymore. I, I'm going to watch their games, but I'm, I'm going to just be a casual and just keep it real when I got to on the pod. I'm going to talk about the Redskins too. But I think Antonio Brown will probably end up on the Raiders simply because they have three first. Or I don't know. I'm I just I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I really am. Uh, next thing I want to talk about for all my Redskins fans out there. The Redskins acquired Case Keenum yesterday, and I believe it was uh, the swapping of six and seven, something like that. Something not costly. I think it's 2026 and seven, something like that. A swap, and Case Keenum, who had a, a base salary of 18 million, but only had seven million in guarantees. The Redskins only have to take on 3.5 million, so I think it's a good move. Because uh, they have Colt McCoy under contract. And we know about Alex Smith. But Alex Smith may never play ever again. And then, like I just mentioned, Colt McCoy, Case Keenum. Two guys who you're not invested in long term. And, of course, you want competition in camp. And there's still a possibility of acquiring Josh Rosen. Will that happen? I don't know. I would like to see that happen. I would like to see the Redskins get Josh Rosen. I think that would be a good move if you give up like a third or something. Get Josh Rosen. That's a good move. Or draft a young QB. We'll see. I, I, I hope they're not done acquiring another QB because Case Keenum and Colt McCoy and a quarterback battle, really? And I don't. I mean, Case Keenum, he's okay. I think he can play. I think he can be good if you have the right team around him. Like the way Minnesota had that team that went to the NFC Championship. Had a great defense that year. Of course, he had Adam Thielen. Stephon Diggs had a good team that year. I think if you put the right pieces around them, you can win games. 
but you have to have pieces around them, and which the Redskins clearly don't. So they're just they're just plan to go six and ten, seven and nine at best. Don't really have high hope, high hopes and expectations for the Skins next year. I really don't. But uh, they can use that 15th pick elsewhere and draft a starter in a position of need in another area. Whether that's a guy like Greedy Williams, who I like, or I kind of like DK Metcalf, but I don't. I'm not sure if he can run all the routes. It's a good linebacker draft, pass rushers and inside linebackers. Maybe you can nab one of those guys. But we'll see. Free agency is around the corner, so maybe the Redskins can make some slight moves. I know Bruce Allen likes to do his damage in the second wave of free agency, but I heard the Redskins are also interested in Landon Collins, another Alabama guy. Maybe they'll pull that off. I don't know. I just don't know about the Redskins. I don't really know the direction the team is headed in. It's a bunch of question marks everywhere, but we'll talk about that. You know, once free agency comes and the draft comes, I'll definitely talk to you guys about the Redskins more. Moving right along, a trade I just talked about at the beginning was the Browns and the Giants. Giants getting Kevin Zeitler and the Browns getting Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon opposite of Miles Garrett is going to be pretty nice. It's going to be really good pass rushing duo. Olivier Vernon, he was good. He just, just had the inability to stay healthy. That's all it really was for him. And the Giants got rid of that contract. And they can also get out of Kevin Zeitler's contract after this upcoming season. So good move for them. Kevin Zeitler's a pretty good offensive lineman, one of the best guards in the league. So good move for both teams. Giants do need O-line help. O-line is getting better. Do need some help. So that's a good move for both teams. I really do like that move for both organizations. And then another move. Oh, Michael Bennett is going over to the Patriots. That's going to be good. He can play in like a rotational role. That's going to be good for the Patriots. So good move. Good move for New England. Good move for or Philly's getting some late picks, I think, in like next year's draft. So good move for them. Good move for both teams. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with Antonio Brown. I really do want to see what's going to happen with him. I'm really excited for free agency because Le'Veon Bell is open for business. Eric Weddle got released. Safety market is big. Got Earl Thomas out there landing Collins. A lot of safeties on the market. So I'm definitely excited for free agency and the draft. I can't wait. And then you got March Madness. NCAA's coming up. So I'm excited for that. So I definitely am going to have a lot of content for you guys. But I definitely wanted to get in, talk to you guys about these disgusting Lakers and how. Oh, man. I oh. <laughs> All I could do is shake my head. The Lakers have been so bad that they become unwatchable. I didn't even watch that uh, Nuggets game. And I didn't even watch. I watched a little bit of Nuggets game. I didn't really watch that Clippers game. I fell asleep. I slept through the whole thing. Got Rondo sitting on the bench. Or sitting in the stands. And I see why this guy Rondo is on his fifth team in five years. He's going to be on another team next year. He's a journeyman point guard. Good basketball IQ. It's been a frustrating year for him, obviously, being banged up. He didn't expect to come in and play all these minutes. He was supposed to come in and push Lonzo Ball in practice, but he can't even do that. He's now the starting point guard, which is it's, it got to be tough. It's a, it's a, he shouldn't have, you know, be sitting in the stands, but it's definitely tough. It's a horrible year if, if you're a Laker fan. I'm a diehard fan, so yeah, it's awful. But I want to thank you guys for listening. 
I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank you guys for the love and support. Episode 80 is coming up soon. Big milestone episode. I got something cooking up for you guys. But I really want to thank everyone for the love and the continued support. If you missed last week's episode with my dad, Mr. Mailbag, check it out. Make sure you check that out. And if you missed the previous episode with DC United's own Chris Adoyachim, make sure you check that out. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. One last time, this is Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 79 is done. Peace.